And then you talk to people and you figure out, well, I'm not like that person, but I am like that person. And it's a, you don't have to be like global vision or entrepreneur. You could just be like whoever. But if you don't talk to people and don't make the investment, you'll never find out who you are and you'll never find out who you're not. Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you so much for being here with us today because I have my amazing guest, Justin. Justin, thank you so much for being here with us today. Yeah, we the North. I'm like uh, the number one uh, Canada soccer fan in the United States. So I brought the brought the uniform today. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Right there. there it is. Right. Canada soccer. Awesome. Right. Excellent. So give us a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Uh, dad, who happens to be an entrepreneur, uh, journalist for 20 years, created first uh, company based on how PR firms annoyed me for 20 years, and then second company annoyed by platforms that let everyone in, so created high price point invite-only connectivity platform. Wow. <laughs> so you just went out and programmed your own stuff just because? Well, so there's a fundamental difference between business owners, consultants, humans, and then visionary entrepreneurs like me, um, um, I haven't met one entrepreneur at the highest level uh, that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things, most are two or three, and then I talked to a lot of all four. So four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, two, depression, three, the highest level of anxiety. Everyone always nods at this high, highest level of anxiety you can imagine, and four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences as a child or young adult. So humans, business owners, consultants, whatever, they use those as excuses their whole life. People like me, eh, just do it figure it out. So I'll just take action and make investment and then learn from that. Nice. I love that. So tell, how did you get into this latest career? Like what was the pivotal point in this one? Well, um, you know, with second company, um, all my PR firm is like, I haven't done outbound sales or anything in years. My directness eliminates people that make excuses and then attracts people that, you know, global visionaries that'll just make investment. And so really all, all PR firm is a giant incubator of geniuses around the world. And we're constantly introducing each other for mutual gain. So a couple of years ago, I'm like, well, why don't we make technology based on that? Um, and so, but I can't do that. I don't know how to build a, you know, I don't know how to build a tech platform. So I had to find the right partner. And uh, I'm in two of the top entrepreneurial groups in the world. One is Strategic Coach uh, and the other is Abundance 360. Most of the folks in, in those groups are running high six-figure to 10-figure businesses. And uh, so I'm like, oh, hey, I need to find a partner and, um, you know, started reaching out to some of my friends and people I trusted. And one of them was Mark Fujiwara. He's in, he's in California. I'm in Chicago. And, and we've met one time in person. And I'm like, hey, I need to find someone who can actually build this thing and do all the backstage. And he's like, oh, I'll do that. I'm like, okay, great. So here we are. <laughs> awesome. so here we are so how long did it take you to at least get like minimum viable product for yourself where you were happy with it tremendous question so 
Let me, so things that a child can do, or even a monkey can do, I have a hard time doing that. Meaning like holding a pencil is very hard for me. I can immediately connect top visionary to top visionary. That's like breathing for me, but like building anything or tying my shoes, putting on my kids, bikes, hel bike helmets, it's very hard. And, um, but if there's a good idea that I have my top three are activate, maximize, achieve. So immediately simplify an immediate result and then partner with people who get stuff done. And so, um, Mark and I officially decided to partner up maybe April of last year and product was built by December of last year. We had a huge launch party for event in September of last year. And now we have lots of members who are being onboarded now. So I'm full activator and no excuses. You just do it. So that's, you know, most people are like, how'd you do that in a year? I go, well, year's not fast enough. Should have been faster. <laughs> I was say, it didn't even take you a year. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for five years with zero business background now, two global companies, just because the number one thing I've learned is I don't overthink anything. I just take action and make investment. And that attracts people that don't overthink, they actively think, and will just take action and make investments. So it eliminates what do you cost or charge, eliminates nickel and dime, it eliminates gimmicks, and it just attracts global, global visionaries. Nice. I love that. So give us some kind of details about the platform. What do people get out of it? Why are, why are they interested? All that kind of fun jazz. Yeah. So we're the people who have joined already. They want to find a director for their Hollywood script. They want to sell their company for eight figures. They want to have a bunch of coaching clients. They want to find a ton of people to help them with tax savings. Uh, there will be other uh, PR communications folks on there because at the highest level, there's no, no competition, only collaboration. So from my perspective, all I cared about is that it works and that a monkey can use it. And all you do is you type in what you need and it goes out, goes out to the network and then introductions are made. And so it's really exciting because, um, you know, again, I'm in most of my days talking to the world's top entrepreneurs, not business owners, not consultants, like top global thinkers. I hear the same thing. The same thing is that they need to meet this type of person. They need to find this person to fill this job opening. They need the right connector. So like, that's all this is. It's just, and I like LinkedIn, but this is LinkedIn without the BS. So it's invite only and high price point. Nice. I love that. So when you're working with people, like it seems to me that it takes a certain <laughs> um, jump in life when pe before people realize that meeting other people is the thing that will Number get one. them where they want to go. It's number exactly. one, it's the biggest problem. So that's what I mean. I'll create a solution and partner up with the right people to do that. That's yep. the, so most people won't do, they won't create this. So, but I'll do it. And, you know, nobody really cares about um, what you do, uh, but they do care about who you are and having the right mindset attracts the right network and creates the right opportunities. So I just work on my mindset eliminate gimmicks, attract people with the right mindset, and then we create opportunities for each other. But, you know, business owners, um, you know, they're caring, caring about material things, revenue, employee count, office space, um, stuff like that. And then the folks I talk to, whether they're running, you know, whether they're billionaires or whether they're dirt broke, they don't, they don't care about that stuff. They care about purpose. They care about connectivity. They care about collaborating. 
And business owners and consultants, they're trying to change their world, their, their. And the folks I talk to, they're, they're changing the world, the. And it's a fundamental difference. And it all starts out with a, what, what has happened, and you said it really correctly, is that they have the right people, right people in their network. And I don't know why my brain works like this, but it does. Like I take all this complexity and simplify it into patterns. So I've seen there's a four-step formula for when people start a business. And it, I'll explain what this means in a second. But stage one is get to get. So when I started my first company five years ago, I reached out to 5,000 people to find my first five clients. Pure get to get. And that's fine, by the way, when you start. A lot of people don't get past that. A lot of, a lot of folks never get past get to get. Then there's get to give. So you're, you're giving a little bit, but really you're mostly trying to get. You're mostly trying to get. Most business owners, consultants, people, most people stop at that. Most people stop that. Then there's give to get. So you're giving, you're giving more than you're getting, but you're still trying to get. You're still trying to get. Okay, so business owners definitely stop at that. And this is what you were talking about with finding the right people. Then there's the fourth level, um, which I'm at, and then these global visionaries are at, is you give to give, but only to the people who get it. You give to give, but only to the people who get it. So that eliminates people who don't get it, and it attracts people who give to give, but only to the people who get it. And people who give to give, but only to the people who get it, only want to hang out with give to give, but only to the people who get it, because they want to collaborate. They don't, they don't want to compete with anyone. They just want to create opportunities for people who get it. Beautiful. So your platform brings these people together. Have you noticed that there's particular industries or particular no, spaces or no, that's, that's completely totally. that's a great question. No, because, well, look at, you know, look at what your company does. There's really, it's industry agnostic because you're solving the problem. You're solving the problem. And I will say, cause that's a good question. There's one industry or sector that I completely ignore. I'll actually be curious if folks um, from this sector or vertical join the network. But there's one that I personally ignore completely and don't pay any attention to. And that's politics. Not because I don't like it. I don't, I, one, I don't care. But two, it's the opposite of visionary abundance investment mindset. It's argue instead of do anything. It's what do you cost or charge? It's, you know, delay instead of action. And so I just ignore it completely. So besides that, there's no I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter where you're located. It doesn't matter how big the company is. That's totally meaningless. It's just, are you a visionary? Do you have abundance mindset? And do you look at things as investments, not cost? That's it. Nice. I love that. And couldn't agree with you more on the political side. <laughs> so. Right. Well, it's, it's, I mean, in any entrepreneur at the highest level, it doesn't matter who's in charge. You're going to do it regardless. You'll figure out a way around it anyway. Awesome. What do you think? triggers people to blossom into that gift give is there a trigger wow. at all or have you noticed one that's such a good question thank you you know um you know here you know that's really one of the better questions i've been asked and you know i was a journalist for 20 years so I've spent a living asking people questions and that was a really good one because I'd been, without quantifying it, I would venture to say that my firm's partner, maybe with 0.1% of the population, maybe, maybe it's probably less than that. Um, most people think that's a small number, but I'm like, no, there's, 
8 billion people on the planet. So 0.1% of that's 8 million. And then the 8 million are the ones that create everything that employs and, you know, helps everyone else. Um, so that's why I partner with the, the 0.1%. But, you know, I think there's that, there's that four stage journey from starting to getting to that, that 0.1%. And I think most people don't work and blossom their own mindset to graduate to that level. And then to your other point, which was great, they don't surround themselves with other people that also do it. And so they don't even know that this is out there. They're surrounded by what do you cost? I mean, most of the world is what do you cost or charge? And people like me and like you were aliens with usually, not always, aliens in our own family, community, and verticals. Nobody understands us except top entrepreneurs on the planet. So so it's a rare error at first, but once you find people like that, they introduce you to more people like that. And then you introduce them to more people like that. Um, but I, you know, I, I strongly feel most people are not born to be top entrepreneurs on the planet. I mean, I just don't, I mean, I think if everyone could choose to have this life and be in this world, they would, but they can't overcome those four things and make excuses with them. Um, but if you can overcome them and use those as motivation, you can work on your mindset to get to that fourth level. That's what I do every day. Nice. What are some of the things that you practice in order to kind of maintain that? Tremendous, simple question. Um, what I have found, again, most of my day is spending time with my family or, topic, or talking to top entrepreneurs on the planet. And so then I see the patterns and then I'll do it. I'll do something about it. And so and so uh, my whole life is patterns and habits that I've learned from top entrepreneurs on the planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's background. So one, first thing I do every single day, every day is do a grateful journal to my wife. Uh, what I'm grateful for, for her, uh, the previous 24 hours. Um, if you think of the opposite person as me, that is my wife. She is loving warmth, empathy, rules, order. I don't, whatever that stuff is. Um, She's a pediatrician, um, kindest, most loving person I've ever met. So the most important thing for her is for someone to say thank you to her. So I do that every day. Okay. So that's one. Two, uh, we live in the Chicago area. It gets very cold, very hot, very windy, very rainy. So for the last 20 years or so, I've run outside six days a week, no matter the weather. So three to five miles, uh, six days a week. And during that, I listen to shows like these. Um, I listened to your interview with uh, Daniel Mankana. Wow, that was that was wow what he's overcome. Amazing. That good interview by you, by the way. So I listened to that. You're welcome. I, I listen to those type of things because it fuels. While I'm feeding my lungs with good air. I'm, I'm, you know, fueling my brain with good content. Okay, so that that's two. And then three uh, every Monday through Friday. And I've already included this conversation in that before we had it. But um, I do a grateful journal on LinkedIn all the things I'm grateful for that day. And uh, to simplify those patterns and habits, uh, when you're constantly grateful, it's really hard to be ungrateful. I mean, it does creep in sometimes, but it's really hard. So I just practice gratitude constantly. Beautiful. Love that. So what, what are some of the most, in your mind, the most interesting projects that you've worked on? <sighs> wow. I mean, <laughs> um, so when you partner, oh, okay, okay. 
So as a journalist, I was an entrepreneur who happened to be a journalist, so never understood negative news, never understood if it bleeds, it leads, never cared about political coverage. I, I never understood. So always wrote about cool people changing the world. And now with global PR firm and global connectivity platform, writing about and connecting cool people changing the world. So where you're constantly in, I mean, and then you're constantly talking to those people. I mean, it's endlessly interesting, endlessly and uh, the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary, abundance, investment, mindset, entrepreneur, and share their stories with the world, not their world, the world, fundamental, fundamental difference. And so when you're constantly around those people, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I, I can give you one example. Uh, one of my partners, uh, his, his name's Jack Schuler. So um, recently, recently joined uh, Forbes billionaire list. Um, which is great. That's great. Um, he's the former CEO of Abbott Labs, which is a huge company in, in the States, global company. And so over the last 20 years, he's he's giving away all his money. But over the last uh, 20 years, he's invested nine figures U.S. into helping underserved uh, kids in Chicago, Milwaukee, go to schools like Harvard and Yale for free. So and then he's giving the rest of his billion plus away. Um, he's over 80 now. And so, I mean, it's people like that are the ones that will make the investment to become someone like that. And so when you're surrounded with, by people like that, it's really amazing because these are people actually changing the world, making the investment to do so. Beautiful. Love that. When it comes to people like that, because we've, I've heard a lot of stories throughout time that, you know, I spent the first three quarters of my life making my billions and then spent the last quarter of it tr trying to give it away. Is it, in your opinion, is it because of they've gone through these four steps and they have to have the, the sense of, you know, I can ask for what I want, I can fulfill myself, I can fulfill things for other people, and then, hey, I get to this place where I get to just give for the sake of giving and this is super fun. Or is there something about these people that, um, that they just realize, hey, it, doing and getting isn't the all, end all and be all and... How do we make this place a better place to be? What are your opinions on that? Just true. I mean, just tre tremendous, tre just tremendous questions, because you know these are things that I think about. Like, um, you know, when I talk to someone like that, or or they partner up with my firms, I always go. I always ask them. I go, why aren't there more people like us? I'm always surprised because I'm like, why? I, I'm like, why isn't everyone thinking like this? And the, the bottom line is it's such a rare, it's, I mean, um, where I live, maybe there's two or three, you know, out of, out of 30,000, maybe that think like, I mean, maybe. Um, and I'm always fascinated by what you just said, like, what, what is it? And, and what I've seen, um, what I've seen from people like this is they're incredibly intelligent, but not necessarily book smart, not like PhD or MBA or, and that's fine, by the way, if, if you are like that, if someone is like that, but they're incredibly <laughs> street savvy street. I mean, I got a full academic scholarship. It's okay. Them. If you have two PhDs, Larry, that's we won't fine. hold that against you. <laughs> I got a 32 on my ACT. I have somewhat of a brain, but, but I mean, it's like, um, but in this world, it's not, that's not really what matters. Um, but I, I, 
again, I haven't met the exception of someone who hasn't overcome at least one of those four things. If you know someone, I'd like to meet that person and just talk to them and be like, how did you do this? But, but I don't think you can appreciate for those who can't see my hand. I don't think you can appreciate being up here without understanding down here. I just don't. And I'm not talking about like rock bottom, although sometimes that helps for sure, but I don't think you can appreciate or graduate to that, that fourth step of giving to give to the people who get it, unless you understand what it's like to be down here. I I haven't seen the exception. And then, you know, as a journalist, you know, and now interviewed, you know, top athlete, musician, you know, whatever that, whatever that is, top, top entrepreneur. So the, the two commonalities that I've seen, and I haven't met an exception, and I always think if I have, but I haven't. So one is they have the same mindset, their visionaries abundance and look at things as investments, not cost. They don't make excuses. No, 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 not in this, no excuses here. And then two, I haven't met one of these folks that hasn't had at least one person, it doesn't have to be a parent, but that hasn't had at least one person who genuinely cares about them. So that could be a coach, a mentor, uh, an aunt or uncle, someone, I, I haven't, seen the exception to that because they have at least one person that truly a teacher that truly because most people don't they're like i always knew both of my companies were going to work because most people like that'll never work so i'm like i knew that then i knew it'll work because <laughs> most people <laughs> that, I needed that. <laughs> right but if you have that one person that believes that believes then that's i haven't seen the exception to that do you know an exception to that i haven't met one I haven't, but I haven't also been in a position where I've met a lot of people that are in non-supportive situations. So I happen to be fortunate to come from a very, um, my parents are the kind of parents that you can break up with your boyfriend, girlfriend, and they will keep in touch with them forever and go, are you okay? How you doing? (laughs) Mom, mom, I broke up with them 20 years ago. Come on, get over it. (laughs) They're high in empathy. They're high in empathy. High empathy. Are they, they're not entrepreneurs, are they? No, no. Yeah. There's no, there's no way. <laughs> no, that's not, yeah. That's not I tried a couple of times when the, the stress is too much. And can't well, you know, it's interesting. And they're in service and support. Yep. Oh, right. Okay. So you, I think you need at least one person like that. And then there's, um, there's the Gallup, uh, Clifton strength finders. Um, and so there's 34 of them. There's 34. And uh, I'm 34 out of 34 in empathy. So dead last, and there's a caveat to that. And then second to last, 33 out of 34 in includer. Okay, so thus high price point invite only connectivity platform makes sense. Um, But for people like you and, and visionaries that have overcome those four things, or at least one of them and didn't make excuses, I have endless empathy, like beyond, I feel... I feel that pain and that struggle and that resilience so strongly. I feel it. I just, I just, it's very hard for me to understand excuses. Cause I'm like, why, well, why aren't you just doing it? It doesn't make any, <laughs> just go do it. And then my partner for, for new company, he's third out of 34 in empathy third, which for people like us, that's really rare. Like that's most really good entrepreneurs are very low in empathy, very low. And sympathy is different than empathy, by the way, much different. I tend to go by the Greek definitions of those terms, but for the sake of semantics, what are your definitions of those? And what's the difference? 
So sympathy is I feel bad for someone and that they're going through uh, the struggle. Empathy is I don't understand why they're not doing something about it. I understand. I feel people who actually take action and will do whatever it takes to get out of whatever situation they're in. And the bottom line is most people can't, they, they can't do that. I mean, if they could do it, they would do it. And what I found about, again, I'm simplifying the patterns. I found that these global visionary entrepreneurs, the very most damaged people, the very most damaged with the highest coping skills, the very best, the very, I mean, it's off the charts, the ability to do that. And, um, um, IQ, which is, uh, uh, measuring patterns, recognizing patterns. I talked to 140 and above is genius one. And so that's 1% of the world's population. So I talked to a lot of 140 and above a lot of them. And, uh, I'm 139. So, um, one below genius, which I'm kind of glad because the 140 and above, they have a really hard time communicating human. Like they're just, and then, so I'm kind of like a bridge between 140 and above to human. I often think I'm really grateful that I'm not there because I have a hard enough time with people. I don't know. Well, right. So you're probably, you're probably in that 139 to 141. I mean, you probably are. And, but that's a great gift because you're literally an IQ bridge between MIT, you know, Harvard, uh, space asteroid miner to like human. So that's helpful to helpful to be that. Awesome. So people that the one thing they need is somebody who cares about them is an external in one sense that mm -hmm. obviously it's outside of their body. However, I personally believe that they're very much in control of finding that one person that's that believes in them. Besides being a part of your platform, hmm. um, how could they find somebody who believes in them, in your opinion? Man, your brain. Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, again, people like us are usually aliens within their own family community and verticals. Nobody really understands us. And I'll tell a story because it'll answer your question. Awesome. So the two groups I spend most of my time in now are U.S. dollars, 25,000 25, a year each to be in them. Okay. So if I'm not in a room like that, I get bored. Okay. I get bored. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'd easily invest 50,000 50, a year US in both of those easily. Okay. So it didn't always start out like that. It didn't always start out like that. Right. So I think the first group, which I am still in because I'm loyal, I think it was 250 US dollars a year. And I was in that group and I'm, I haven't changed. I'm the same person. No one in that group understood what I was talking about at all. They, they looked at me like I was an alien because I, because in that room, I am an alien. But I had lunch with one of those folks, with one of those folks, and, and he, he goes to me, uh, well, I have no idea what you're talking about, but the person who runs my company does. The person who runs my company does. And so I met him, and then he, you know, he became a mentor of mine. He's like, well, you're not $250 a year group. You're $10,025. i am like, okay, I'll, I'll sign up for that. Sign up. And so now here we are. Um, but the point is, I've always looked at these groups as an investment. It was never a cost. And then I invest when you make an investment, it's an investment in finances, it's an investment in relationships, and an investment in time. And then you talk to people and you figure out, well, I'm not like that person, but I am like that person. And it's like, you don't have to be like global visionary entrepreneur. You can just 
be like whoever. But if you don't talk to people and don't make the investment, you'll never find out who you are and you'll never find out who you're not. Nice. I love that. It's, it pertains to a conversation that I think I've been having for quite a while with people is when people become goal setters, they're like, okay, I'm sick and tired of where I am. I need to move on to somewhere else, but they don't really know where that somewhere else is because they've only ever lived on the little plateau that they've lived on and yes. can't really see beyond those horizons. Yes. And it's a matter of kind of, they have to work with somebody to, to go, well, what do you dream about? What do you fantasize about? What kind of car do you drive? Like just something, anything, what kind of eggs do you eat? <laughs> I don't care right. what it is. I just need to know something outside of my my little town so that I can experience the world as somebody else experiences it. <clears throat> yes. And I love, love, love the idea of meeting other people. I used to do it through travel. And it's like the best way to experience life outside myself is go travel and talk to the locals over there because <laughs> they don't know anything about my reality. They just know their reality and that's true for them. And so I don't have to question whether or not it's true. And I, I know it's true for them. It's, 100% they wouldn't say it if it wasn't. Um, so I love this idea of being around people that are un, of a different level of empathy and sympathy than the <laughs> right. masses. Like that just, it's <laughs> like the egg broke open, <laughs> the white's all over the place and you can see the oak. This is it. This is what you've been looking for. Yeah. And, and again, like one thing, thanks for that, you know, Thank you for that, that background, because most people, they don't even know this world exists because they're surrounded by the world that where they're like, I don't know, no one understands what I'm talking about. But, and then, but if you go out and try to find it, it will find you. You just have to keep trying to find it. I mean, in, you know, one of the chapters in my first book is when you start a company, it takes two years to really figure it out. Um, and one, one that's, been proven and it's true but like it's really more about it takes two years to really figure out what type of person you are and then the right people to hang around with some people would say it takes longer i'm an activator maximizer achiever so maybe i was faster than than most but like but but if you don't go out and actively do it and i mean covid certainly cause its fair share of problems. But for people with the right mindset, this has been the greatest opportunity in the history of civilization for people with the right mindset. I mean, I created a second global company with, you know, with someone, I've, I've met them one time in person. So I'm in Chicago, he's in California, person who's come to built the platforms in Toronto. I mean, we've met one time at a launch party. I mean, and, and first company partners around the world, all verticals, except for politics. And I, you know, before COVID, I saw my children more than any dad I've ever met. Now I spend more time with them. So, but that's all a byproduct of having the right mindset and being in the right network with the right people who don't waste time with overthinking. They take action and make investment with active thinking. So it's just a lot of fun being in this space. I love that. So what do you think are some of the stumbling blocks that somebody might be having right now? And they think, oh my God, Justin, I need you in your platform so badly. The stumbling blocks. So one, it's those four things where they use them as excuses. Mm -hmm. What I've seen recently is, again, we only partner with visionaries who live in abundance and who look at things as investments, not costs. So what I've seen lately 
is folks think they're visionaries. They think they have abundance. And so they got two of the three, but and they look at things as costs, not investment. That's, that's the biggest stumbling block. That's the biggest stumbling block. So in five years, my firms have partnered with three billionaires, three, and seven people that literally dirt broke, but they found a way to make the investment. Second credit card, loan, take money out of retirement fund. Because at this level, there are no excuses. And the people at this level do not want to hang out with people who make excuses. They don't want to hear it. Not at this level. There are no excuses at this level, only investment. So that's, I think that's the stumbling block. Um, the other thing that's interesting, um, did you take the Colby, K-O-L-B-E? -E? I have not. If you take it, send me your score if you take it. Awesome. So um, my score is, I put it up there, 8671. So I actually hope I'm proven wrong on this one. But so I'm a seven quick start. 10 is the highest. I, I talked to a lot of 10s. I mean, that's full. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So in five years I've, of the Colbys that I know of, I've partnered with one person under a seven quick start, only one. He's actually in Alberta as well. He's a five quick start. He's in Edmonton. And um, he doesn't act like a five quick start for sure. Acts more like a nine or 10. But I have found in five years, and maybe that will change years six to 10, but seven quick start is the dividing line between people who take action and people who uh, overthink and use cost as a barrier instead of using investment as a, a key to open up a door. Very cool. So give us some, an example of a Cinderella story of one of the people on the platform. Somebody that came to you and, you know, regardless of whether they're out, what they were going through and because of the platform got to that space that they wanted to be in. Yeah. So one of my newer partners, uh, her name's Dr. Uh, Dr. Gail Randall. And so she's a nine quick start and she's already been featured in numerous, numerous media connected to a bunch of great people. And I would describe her as an entrepreneur who happens to be, happens to be a physician. Um, and she has been very grateful for all those, all those type of connections. We have another person uh, who has been introduced to someone where and this is more, probably more relevant <laughs> to the audience that has sold his company for eight figures uh, based on intros from that platform. And we have another one who is working on his first Hollywood script and he was just introduced to a major producer where he's hoping that will be the, the right key. I just introduced him to another high level filmmaker where that could be the thing. So that's the kind of things we're helping with people and, and it'll end. Um, and then those people, because they hang out with people who give to give to the people who get it, they'll invite their friends to join as well. Beautiful. So what would you say to somebody who says, well, do I need to be ready? Is there something I need to live in mindset? Like, do I have to have something in place first or? Okay. That's man. So I get that question. <laughs> I get that question because it's a good one and it's a legitimate one and it's a fair one. And it's a fair one. Um, in terms of like the PR aspect of it, it would help to have some type of landing page, some type of landing page. You don't necessarily need one, but it wouldn't hurt. 
um, because there's a lag time in media. Like I could make introduce, uh, introductions to like 40 people right now, but most of those interviews wouldn't take place for a month. And then uh, they don't get published for a month or two after that. A lot of them, there are some exceptions, but so there's a lag time for that. In terms of the connectivity, I mean, no, there's no, you don't need a website or anything. It's just like, do you want introductions to these people or not? Um, and I've found that the only way to actually learn or for anything to happen is by taking action and making investment. Like you can't, nothing will ever happen until you actually do something. I mean, you know, for the new company, I was doing interviews like this a year ago when there was, there was no platform. I hadn't had an official partner yet. There was no name for the company. And that got the ball rolling. That got, I mean, through a launch party in September, the platform wasn't even built yet. And by the way, that's where the person who built the platform, he showed up at the party. So that's interesting. And then, you know, my next book, uh, it comes, I don't even know when it's coming out, a couple months, I think. Uh, Peter Diamandis wrote the forward for that. There's no website for it or anything. I mean, there's no launch date, but I've been doing media for it for five or six months because that gets, that creates action and interest. So, you know, I'm, you know, I, I serve as like a template for myself for the people that I serve. So like if I ask people to invest, I'm going to invest in myself too. So it just makes sense. Very cool. So I know our listeners are going to want more from you. How would they start their journey with you? You know, I, I really enjoy talking to you. I really, your questions are, um, you know, it's always, an, it's, if, in, isn't it interesting to you that we have like these deep conversations and then the end of the interviews are like, where can people go to find more? <laughs> I just think it's like to find you. Yeah. I know. They can listen like to a, this over and over again if they really yeah. want to. But. I know. <laughs> it's like uh, landing. I don't like landing the plane, but uh, it's like uh, the, um, we can talk forever if you want. Yeah. No, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> the, the company's website is uh, brepicllc.com, B R E P I C L L C.com. So I'll mention that because there's a, um, there's a mindset, uh, scorecard on their survey. It takes five minutes. And then, uh, people like taking it because, um, you can't really game it. And then you look at it and be like, Oh, this is, this is where I'm at. And this is where I want to be. Or more importantly, like, Oh, this is what I'm missing. Cause people like disqualify or qualify themselves with their own mindset. So people like really like taking that survey and feel free to incorporate it by the way, into your own feel free to take whatever's in there. It's been a game changer because it's saved a lot of time because if people don't have the right mindset, it's not a good conversation for anybody. Right. <laughs> Nobody likes to feel inadequate and they don't certainly don't like having their, uh, um, I don't want to say shortcomings because that's not really what it is so much, but I think there are certain people that realize that they are, the race car driver they realize that they are the jockey and it's like okay let's review the the screen and what can i do different what can i do better what's my yes. gap what's my and it's those people that really like those assessments and go oh okay i get it this is the thing that i'm missing and that's what i've been looking for so yes you know it it hits the right person in the right way it a hundred percent and it's okay because the people who that are hit in the right way will appreciate it and then they will learn from that and then take action from that. And again, I, you're more than welcome to take whatever. Um, it's been a great, I mean, it's definitely saved a lot of time, so. Awesome. 
This has been absolutely fantastic, Justin. I have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? Um, well, probably before I was born. I mean, um, you know, my, when I <laughs> so this in the womb going, we can make money off of this. I know. Well, you, <laughs> you know, because um, Alex, like, I'll explain what that means real quick. So when I was born, my father was 61. My mom was 27. And my father would be 106 if he was alive. He was a World War II hero, shot down, shot down nine times in combat, many times without a parachute, many times get back in the plane. And so he died when I was 13. And then he, uh, he was a soldier in the Battle of the Hurricane Forest toward the end of World War II. And so he kept a diary. I found it after he died. And I write exactly like he does. I mean, just boom, 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 boom. My book is, it's not, I mean, his diaries, it's one of the best things ever written. I mean, and then my books, like, it's like a, it's, you know, just boom, boom, inform and entertain. Okay, so that's my dad. And then my mom, 27. So uh, late fifties, my dad was driving and then a drunk driver hit him head on. Drunk driver killed instantly. Um, my dad broke every bone in his body, but survived. And then my mom was his nurse. So my mom literally, I mean, that's how they met. My mom was his nurse. So, uh, most of my days talking to the top entrepreneurs in the world. Um, and I still have not met one. I haven't met one that has more hustle than my mom ever. I mean, so, I mean, I'm just the product of that. I'm the byproduct of that. Um, so I, I was always this person. I just didn't know it until I started, you know, this journey five years ago. Nice. Are you going to publish your dad's memoirs? Gotta ask. So the, the direct answer to that is likely um, some of his diary entries are included in my second, in my second book, because chapter one is the cream that rises to the, or the cream rises to the top. Um, because he's, you know, when he was alive, when I remember, he would say the cream rises to the top. And so I partnered with the cream that rises to the top of the people that will do whatever it takes. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the entries, one of the entries was, uh, this is an example of his diary, right? This is why I don't understand excuses. So, uh, Christmas day, Christmas day, 1944. So Christmas day, Christmas day, 1944. Mm -hmm. So this is his diary. So and this is a graphic. Warning, warning, trigger warning. So uh, he was on the, on the ground and he was watching a firefight uh, uh, between one Nazi plane and three American planes. And then the Nazi plane, Nazi pilot shot down the first two American planes. The third American plane shot the Nazi plane down. And then the uh, Nazi pilot jumped out of the plane with a parachute. Parachute didn't open. Bam, exploded, body explodes. And uh, so my dad and his soldier friends went over to the body or what was left of it and, um, and uh, looked at the paperwork. And one of my dad's friends spoke red German and the pilot was 19, first mission ever, 19, first mission ever. And so, I mean, that's my litmus test. I mean, every diary entry from every day is it maybe not that horrific, but it's pretty close. Um, so people can either handle that or they can't. And I mean, that's entrepreneur life. I mean, in some aspects, that's, that's entrepreneur life. Wow. That is 
an epic story and there are so many directions I could take that on, but I'm going to let everybody take that in the direction that they want to take it. However you want to take that, oh, here I am. <laughs> right. That's a lot. That's awesome. 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 So again, thank you, Justin, so much for your time. I appreciate it immensely. Any last words for our peeps? Yeah, I'm a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur, so I uh, would never let entrepreneur life destroy my family life. So I'm very grateful that I married uh, the most wonderful person on the planet who reminds me uh, every day to be a dad who happens to be an entrepreneur. Awesome. Where's live by? Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. We love being able to share and help you to grow your business. If there's any topics that you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.